Welcome to Two Champs and a Chump Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Larry Evans, Michael Downs, and Jim Ruddle. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 33 of Two Champs and a Chump Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Evans, along with my co-host, Michael Doms. Jim Ruddle will not be able to join us tonight. He is working for the man, (laughs) making some overtime money. So uh, thank you for joining us. So here we are at week 11. We are closing in on the end of the fantasy regular season already. How are you doing tonight, Mike? Well, I'm doing good. I thought we were going to record this about an hour ago and... Things came up as they do. Uh, it's just how life is, but I'm good. I beat Tim this week in what could be a championship game preview, although, Larry, you may disagree with that, but I, I think it could be. <laughs> uh, my team is starting to gel again after a little rough patch with the bye weeks. Holiday happenings are starting up, and spare time is hard to come by, but you know, everything's good. You know what? You're right about that, man. I didn't even realize that Thanksgiving was next week until I was somewhere on Tuesday. And somebody goes, oh, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? And I'm like, oh, that's not until a while away. They're like, no, that's next yeah. week. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I uh, secured the win on Sunday night. I made a strategic move on Sunday. Um, I had already uh, secured the win. So I went ahead and I took out Miles Sanders. I put in Gus Edwards, who was on by. By doing that, it cemented the victory for me. Just in case Miles Sanders would have gotten any negative points at all, I was only up by like a point and a half. So anything negative would have, um, you know, made that W an L. So I decided to make that strategic move and secure that W for me. So. In any case, um, so before we get into the start sits for the week, let's go ahead and give you a quick update on how our league works. So, Mike, I don't know if you want to do this or you want me to do it. Uh, How about I cover uh, our division? You can cover the South. Sounds good. All right. Uh, Obviously, uh, we were talking about a championship game possible preview. I'm at the top of the division right now at eight and two, and I'm also leading the league in points scored with 1,281. Uh, we got Big Daddy Woo Woo's at five and five. And then we got Larry Landsharks at four and six. Uh, he's knocking on the door second place, which I think he's going to get. Then we have League Doormat Terry at four and six, also tied with Larry, but Larry's got the tiebreaker. And then we've got Jen Pinna- Pinnacle's Prisoners at three and seven. Her, she's got a tough team that still scares me, and she's she's still right on the door of a playoff spot, too. Yeah, that's for sure. So then in the South Division, we have Strange Brew at 8-2. and two. He started off, uh, you know, extremely strong. He's, uh, you know, gotten uh, a few key injuries right now. Then you've got Rooks right behind him at 7-3. and three. So I think you've got those two teams going in different directions right now. And then you've got uh, Strange Brew that could be hurting and moving, you know, downward a little bit. And you got Rooks that's surging um, right now. So there could be a change at the top of that division. Then you've got Disposable Heroes at 5, 4, and 1. That's the Chumps team. You've got Bad Card behind him at 3, 6, and 1. And Sofa King at 2 and 8. So it looks like the, you know, unless something weird happens, 
Looks like the chump is going to go ahead and secure himself a playoff spot here. Yeah, that'll be a rare rare occasion. Yeah, especially this early. Yeah, it, and it's funny you mentioned uh, Tim and his, the injuries to his team. I'm going to give him a little credit. He had the, the quote of the week on our uh, league chat board. He said uh, he was going to go ahead and put himself on IR, IR so he could join the rest of his team. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, so before we get into the start sick candidates, let's go ahead and check the music charts. And holy cow, our song is being used as soothing tunes to calm the nerves and put babies to sleep. Champ, 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 and a jump. Man, you know, I heard that it's just the opposite at the zoo. I heard that, you know, the primates go nuts when they start playing that song. Yeah, and the primates go nuts and the women hop on. Oh, sorry, I think we lost connection there. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and go over some of our start sick candidates for week 11. Same message, don't go nuts putting too many of these players in over your studs. You know, there may be a matchup issue where you go ahead and make the decision like I did last week, made the wrong decision, but make the decision where you go ahead and bench one of your studs due to a matchup issue, or maybe they're coming back from an injury or something like that. That's fine. Um, just don't go too crazy with it. So we'll be providing you some start-sit options for the Sunday-Monday games only. We covered the start-sits for Thursday night's game in episode 32, which was released earlier this week. So, Mike, why don't you go ahead and get us started on this? All right, my first start is going to be James Conner, running back of Arizona. The matchup is tough, but he is he's the only game in town now for the Cards. They waved Eno Benjamin in a surprise move, and I really don't think Keontae Ingram's ready for a larger role yet. So I think it's going to be James Conner early and often, and it's he's just going to accrue points just by sheer volume. So I think he's going to be a start just based on that. No, that, that, that sound logic there. I had heard that that whole Eno Benjamin thing, that uh, he came in pretty hot on the coaches demanding more playing time, mm. and uh, that's why they released him. Yeah, I mean, it, that would make sense. I mean, I can understand someone wanting more playing time, but you don't go about it that way. You know what? At the end of the day, the team's got to prove they're the ones in charge. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, my start is going to be Corderell Patterson. I may be channeling my inner Jim with saying his name, but I can't remember if it's Cordell Patterson, Cordrell Patterson, Corduroy Patterson. I, I don't know. So, all right. So the Bears defense or the Bears run defense is awful. And Atlanta likes to run the ball. It seems like a great matchup for both Patterson and Algier. And I will say this, I actually kind of like Montgomery in this matchup as well against Atlanta. I just don't see this game going back and forth and the running game for both teams doing great. I think one of these teams is going to get out to a lead and that's going to force the other team into a negative game script. And if I had to guess right now, I'd say Atlanta is going to be on the better end of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there. I, I, I like that call. All right. So Mike, who is your next start? Okay. I know we don't like to toot the horn of our own guys here, but 
my absolute surprise start of the week is uh, Cadaverous Tony or Cadarius, whatever his name is. But Tony went from waiver wire darling pickup two weeks ago. And now he's a must start this week. Kansas City just put McCole Hardman on IR and Juju is still in the concussion protocol and I really don't expect him to play. MVS, uh, Scantling's expected to return this week, so he's going to draw some coverage. I really think this is going to be the week they really try to prove that they made a good trade with Tony, and I think he's a great start this week. Yeah, and just to clarify, I, I don't think that we have a problem really with tooting our own guys' horns as far as start-sit options. It's kind of when we get into that trade-for-trade-again oh, yeah. uh, you know, area and stuff like yeah. that. You know, as far as start sits, I mean, hey, if they're a good start, you know, mention them. If they're a bad, you know, bad start, mention them as a sit, you know. Um, so my next start is Miles Sanders. Um, you know, I, I really love Miles Sanders in this matchup. I mean, they're on the road, but they play against that Indianapolis defense, and that Indianapolis defense just hasn't played good all year long. So I really like Miles Sanders in this game and them just being able to run the ball. I agree 100%, not only because of the reasons you stated, but that team's going to be playing angry this week after getting getting embarrassed by Washington. So I, I, I love everyone on Philly this week. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Mike, who is your next start? My next start's going to be Hayden Hurst. Jamar Chase is still not ready to play, and Cincinnati's going to need someone else to step up because T Higgins is doing okay, but he's not being the number one that he should be. I'm sure they're spending a lot of time this week uh, prepping Hurst for a larger share. And I think this is the week, especially at a position where points are at a premium, like 10 at tight end, you're going to need someone that can probably get you a, a high floor. He may have a low ceiling, but he's going to have a high floor. I think Hurst is a good start. No, I really like this one, Mike. Uh, you know, another reason that I like Hurst is, you know, after their last game where Mixon went off, I think you're going to have some teams that are really going to be keying on him as well that's going to take the attention off of that tight end position. Yeah. All right, so my next start is going to be Brian Robinson with the Washington Commanders, Commandos, whatever you want to call them. Houston is one of the worst teams in the league against the run, I would start Robinson or even Gibson, for that matter, with confidence against the Houston Texans this week. Oh, I absolutely love that call. I've actually fielded a couple of uh, trade offers this week for Robinson, and I'm holding him, and now I'm even contemplating. We all know I've got a pretty good team, but I'm, I, I think I'm going to try to slide Robinson into my lineup this week just because of who they're playing. Yeah, no, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. You want me to ask the magic eight ball on that one? <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> oh, all right. Hold on. Let me grab my glasses here so I can see this. And thing. grab your big eight ball. <laughs> uh, all my balls are big. <laughs> um, all right. So will Brian Robinson be a good start for Mike this week? All right. Let's see what we got. It says, why do I always get this thing upside down? <laughs> It is certain. Oh, dang. There, there we yeah. go. Magic 8-Ball hasn't been wrong yet. Well, it, it may be wrong about Terry making the playoffs, but uh, <laughs> hasn't been <laughs> hasn't been wrong about anything uh, else yet. <laughs> All right, so Mike, let's go ahead and get into the sits. So who is your first sit? 
All right, this one I'm not so sure about, but it just kind of stuck out to me. And I, my first sit's going to be Amon Ross St. Brown. And my reason for this is the Giants are the fourth best defense against wide receivers this year. And as a team, for as a team as a whole, they are very tough. They're at the top of their division, right at the top there. I can see this as a grinded out game with the running backs on both sides. And I think the Giants defense will focus on the sun god and force force them to try to beat them either with the other wide receivers or with the running backs. So I, I think they're going to key on Amon Ra and shut them down. Yeah, I actually think that's a really good call. I uh, Yeah, I think you're right on spot on that one. All right, so my first sit is going to be Josh Jacobs. So Denver's defense is playing absolutely great. Best thing about that team is their defense. They were saying the other day I saw a thing that if – the offense were to do anything at all, they would only have like two losses on the season because I don't think they've allowed um, but one or two teams to get over 18 points on the year. Oh, wow. So I don't expect the struggling Las Vegas Raiders offense to do much of anything against this defense. So I would definitely sit Josh Jacobs. I agree. And with one of my sits later, you're going to see, I agree with, I think that entire team is spiraling and, yeah, I'll cover that more in my next sit, or two sits, two sits away. Oh, all right. You're giving us a teaser, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So who's your next sit? All right. My next sit's going to be Michael Carter of the Jets. He's in a tough spot against a very tough defense with New England, and I'm sure uh, Belichick and the Patriots will do everything they can to force Zach Wilson to try to beat them with his arm. And the only thing Zach Wilson can do is beat their mom. But that that's a wore out joke, so we won't go there anymore. But I just think I as a whole, I think this game's just gonna be a a bad game, and I don't like anyone in that game period, really. Yeah, it should be a typical, you know, uh, AFC East showdown of uh, you know both teams trying to run the ball and play defense. Yeah. So in dink and dunk. So uh, my next sit is gonna be the Houston pass catchers so both Brandon Cooks and Nico Collins you know they should be playing from behind but this Washington defense has been playing great lately I I definitely would not have either one of these guys in my lineup Uh, again like I said they are going to be playing from behind but I just don't know that either one of those guys are going to do anything against that defense they've been playing that well I'm with you there and uh to kind of go back uh, to what you were saying a minute ago, you are talking about uh, dink and dunk uh, uh, attack. We haven't even made fun of Jim yet. He's not here for this episode, so we have to make fun of him a little bit. Dink and dunk, aren't those his two starting running backs? <laughs> I think dink and dunk would be an improvement on his running backs. <laughs> Sorry, Jim, had to do it. <laughs> All right, so Mike, who is your next sit? Okay, this was the teaser. My next sit's going to be Derek Carr. And I think this entire team is just circling the drain. And I think the free fall is going to continue here. Uh, I mean, I might get proven wrong. He may somehow dig his head out of his butt and do something. But I just really don't like where this team is going. And I don't want any part of it. I just I think there are better options out there. I think you could pick Heineke off of waivers. And I think he'd be doing better than Derek Carr this week. Yeah, Heineke actually I think is is a good start this week. 
All right, so uh, my sit is going to be Chris Olave. So, I mean, Chris Olave started out great. He hasn't had a good game in weeks, though. And then you add to that the fact that Jarvis Landry is back. There may be a quarterback switch from Dalton to Jameis Winston. Now, that actually may be a good thing for him, but not a switch during the game. So I would just go ahead and sit him against this tough Rams defense and see how this plays out for a week. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the rookie walls, not so much for rookie running backs, but I think it happens more to the wide receivers, and I think that may be what's happening here. And yeah, I, I'm hearing Dalton's going to start this week, but he may not finish the game. So yeah, especially if they switch during the game like you alluded to. That that's bad for a wide receiver. So I'm with you there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to go ahead and give you one player each that we would target in trades right now. And then also one that we would either sell high or trade away. So this is probably the last week that we'll do this since most leagues are probably at or even past their trade deadlines. Ours is coming up. Uh, is it this next week? I believe it's. It's either. I think it's at the end of next week. Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's next week. So in any case, uh, Mike, who would you trade for? It's interesting you mentioned this may be the last one with trade deadlines. I didn't even think of that, but this kind of fits right in here. My guy is uh, Jeffrey Free Fun Wilson. I know Jeff's or I mean Jim's two F's are different, but mine's going to be Free Fun Wilson. He's <laughs> he definitely seems to be the number one running back on a high oct- octane offense. And they've got a solid rest of the season schedule. I know they're on by this week, but that makes it maybe a little easier to get Wilson. And I think he's the preferred option. He's the back to have on that offense right now. That offense is so high octane that when they do commercials down in Miami, they started out with Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so my trade for is going to be Michael Carter. So uh, this is solely based on playoff schedule. So if your team uh, secured a playoff spot and you think that this is, uh, you you know, you, you need some help in the playoffs, this guy plays against the Lions, the Jaguars, and the Seahawks in weeks 15, 16, and 17, respectively. I mean, he can probably be had for a pretty cheap price, and with those good matchups during the playoff run, oh, man, I, I would definitely try and get him. Yeah, that's a really nice call. It almost makes me wish I hadn't traded him now. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good call. I like that. All right. So, Mike, who is your trade away? My trade away is going to be DJ Moore. Just when I was kicking myself in the butt for trading this guy and the arrow was pointing up after they got rid of... uh the guy that's serving fries at uh, Wendy's now, but uh, now PJ Walker is hurt. And now we're hearing that Mayfield will start and, and they are looking to get Sam Darnold some starts as well. Oh my God. Just downgrade this entire offense and trade them all, but especially DJ Moore. and kind of a caveat to that. I would trade DJ Moore, but on a sly move, if you can acquire Terrence Marshall, I would go that way. Yeah, and, and and he really hasn't done anything the the last well last week he really didn't do anything. But um, yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, he's trending down. But I would get rid of him while he could get anything for him. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. All right, so my trade away is Josh Jacobs. So again, looking at playoff schedule, Josh Jacobs plays against the Patriots, the Steelers, and the 49ers in week 15, 16, and 17. So you've got, you know, two of the top probably five to seven defenses against the run in those three teams. I don't want anything to do with a running back that's playing against those teams in the playoffs. I mean, so I would say, bye-bye, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I agree. And and this is where I'm going to say you get these uh, sites that we subscribe to. Like, I'm going to call out fo- football guys here. And they have Josh Jacobs as their number, like, five or six running back rest of the season. But then you look at who they like you, you know, did there. I mean, we're spot on right here. And I, I would have said the same thing. That schedule is horrible. I don't see Josh Jacobs as a number five or six running back the, the rest of the year. I mean, maybe the next couple of weeks he's, he'll be there, but yeah, I would definitely try to trade him away. Well, he's one of those guys that when you think about how you create your, your team for the year, right? I mean, he's one of those guys that he's going to get you to the playoffs. But do you really want to count on him during the playoffs? I mean, if you have to count on him, you're probably going to lose in one of those three weeks. Oh, yeah. And the other reason I think your call is really good is Josh Jacobs is a free agent at the end of the year. This is a team that only has two wins, and they've got that rookie in Zamir White. I think you're going to start seeing Zamir White get some carries to see what they have in him. So, yeah, I, I can see Josh Jacobs starting to point his way down here. Yeah, I've been expecting that for the last couple of weeks, and it just hasn't happened yet. All right, so, uh, you know, again, we may have scheduling changes uh, going forward. Um, We typically record on Wednesday nights, edit on Thursday nights, release on Friday. The last two weeks, we've uh, had to switch that up, and, and, you know, due to scheduling conflicts, we've recorded on Thursday night, edited on Friday, released on Saturday morning. So, you know, again, what I would say is set up those notifications from Spotify or from Apple Podcasts. I know they're on Apple Podcasts. I just don't know how to do it. You know, set up those notifications so you get that notification when your favorite podcast drops and you can go ahead and give us a listen. Yeah, and get notified of your favorite podcast and maybe you'll get notified of ours too. (laughs) <laughs> oh wait! Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. All the way around, get notified of our favorite podcast and your other one too. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Mike, you have anything else, or no? Let's close it out. I thought this was a good episode, and I, I think it, we gave some good information. Let's end it that way. All right. So that is going to do it for us today. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, please follow us and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, to help us grow, please share the podcast with your friends. Please don't forget to follow us on our socials. I can be found on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Larry. Michael can be found on Twitter at Domination. That's D-A-H-M-I-N-A-T-I-O-N. And Jim can be found at Jim Ruddle at Hotmail.com. And then, um, Mike, real quick, did you gain any followers? Nope. But I'm gonna I, I'm gonna give a little teaser here just to hope I get some Twitter followers. My first hint on making money on DraftKings on DFS, you gotta focus on the running quarterbacks. So you'd want to focus on a Justin Fields or a Josh Allen, even if you have to pay up for them. And then 
if you follow me, I'll tell you who you, uh, you, you only stack them with one person and I'll, I can help you with which person to stack on that and how to build around it. Okay. Good advice. So Danny Dimes or what do they call them now? Vanilla what? Vanilla Vic. Vanilla yeah, Vic. Yeah. Huh? Saquon Barkley. Uh, they caught him in the huddle saying on, uh, he was mic'd up and they said, uh, he goes, if I break one off, I better see Vanilla Vic at, in the end zone or whatever. <laughs> and we're like, Vanilla Vic? Oh, the white Mike Vic. Okay. <laughs> that is funny. All right. So we will see you next week when we go over our week 12 waiver wire pickups. So from all of us, thank you for listening and have a great rest of your day. We will see you next time. Thank you.